Wednesday, May 26th, that he might form the two in himself into one new man, making peace, and might reconcile both in one body to God by the cross. Ephesians 2, 15-16. A blessed truth. The church, Christ's body, is of divine origin. There is nothing in ourselves that we can do in order to become members of the body of Christ. The Holy Spirit has formed the body and maintains it in perfect union with Christ, the risen head in heaven. Thank God that neither man's efforts nor good intentions nor the attacks of Satan can change, improve, annul, alter, or destroy this glorious fact that we and Christ are one. He is the head, we are his body, and this is so of every blood-bought saint since Pentecost, regardless of race, culture, language, nationality, creed, education, or anything else that can be named. Blessed truth, wondrous grace. God in his sovereign grace has called each individual who forms part of the church, and this not because we were born right, lived right, looked right, thought right, or did anything else right, but because he set his love upon us. And here we stand in awe and wonder. Why? It is because he would have a people through whom to display the riches of his grace and glory, both now and in the ages to come. Accepting this by faith will deliver us and preserve us from every snare that would entangle us in men's schemes, which only tend to exalt man and rob Christ of his due. Every additive, every humanly devised activity or effort to enhance the church, which is Christ's body, will only mar its true heavenly character. The body on earth is left here for the express purpose of displaying the moral features of Christ the head, and not the peculiarities of any one or another culture. The moment something of the first man is introduced into that sphere, where the new man in Christ alone is to be seen, everything ends in the great confusion so evident in Christendom. How serious, Jacob Redekop.